Welcome back, film fans. This is Beer Bourbon and a Movie. I'm Tawana. And I'm Vaughn. And we're two filmmaking cinephiles dedicated to the art of film, the taste of a good beverage, and everything in between. We're glad you're back, people. So grab a seat, film fans, beer drinkers, and bourbon lovers alike. This is episode 27. So today, folks, we're going to be reviewing Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom and Hereditary. as this summer party continues. What are we sipping on today? Yeah, so uh, since we're doing the summer brew, summer show situation, I'm not giving this any thought. I just go in the store and see something I like. Nice. Seems interesting. Pull it off the shelf. Never had it before. F- figure it's a summer, summer-esque recipe. Gotcha. And, you know, I just go in. So this time, I'm not a big drinker of uh, Brooklyn Brewery. Okay. But I figured I'd give it a shot. So Brooklyn Brewery's here in New York, folks. Of just course, so you know. BK all day. All day. The so planet. Brooklyn, New York is uh, Brooklyn Brewery's Summer Ale, which is basically a pale ale that's brewed as a, like a British summer ale. It's, it's, it's lightly dry hop, pale ale, all barley malt, like fruity, grassy, um, light. Uh, just like most summer ales. Um, for the undiscerningness, it has a little bit of grain um, and a little bit of green grape. I've been studying, y'all. <laughs> what's so the, what's the green grape? Uh, it's like it's like a grape. <laughs> okay, that's green. That's what it's you're green. gonna give me. That's what I'm gonna give you. But so it's basically got uh, the mouth feel of it. Nice. I, was, I was waiting for you. Full mouth. Full mouth. Mm. Full mouth. Actually. Full mouth on a lot of body, right? Light, light mouth, medium body. <laughs> got it. <laughs> medium body, is, it's, it's fairly smooth. It's got some light, persistent carbonation. It's not heavily carbonated, so the, the head is not huge. But the, the finish, it's, very, it's, it's a little bready, malty. Uh, some people say sweetness. I didn't get too much sweetness, maybe a little bit. It begins to fade, and then you really taste a lot of the grassy, earthy flavors in it. And I guess it could have like a slight bitterness at the end, but it's not bad. It's basically a very good drinkable summer beer. So if you just want to get a six pack, chill it out and just drink it, eh, it's not bad. Uh, yeah, it was okay. All right. But uh, you know, go for it. That's I what we're you. about. Trying things out. I mean, I well, like. I don't. Know, how would you compare it to the like the Montauk summer options? Okay, so the Montauk summer options. Because I was fucking with some, well, we were all fucking with some watermelon. Yeah. Not that long ago. Montauk Water- has their own watermelon. Yeah, they 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 definitely are the better watermelon beers. Um, but in comparison to the watermelon, it, the watermelon was a lot smoother, uh, had a bunch more flavor to it. Mm. And for some reason, now check this, I then bought watermelon again. And had dinner with a young lady, uh, and so. Is it your cousin? No, was it? Oh, was it your cousin? It wasn't. Uh-huh. You know? I, was, I was kissing that, this lady. Okay. Oh, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Uh, Keep uh, moving. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! You don't slow my road. Oh, you yeah. baby in the corner. By the way, welcome back, Alex. Thank you. I was on a hiatus. Yeah. Um. um is this like your fifth, your fifth hiatus? Yes. Do you remember where? Do you remember where I went? You, uh, who you knows? Went Alex. to a wedding you've or been, something. You've been everywhere. Didn't you go to a wedding? Did not go to a wedding. Mm-hmm. You don't even know where you went. <sighs> I went to Ru- I went. I was gonna say Rushington. Jesus, this fucking. <laughs> he's been bourbon, Vaughn. God, God. And I'm sampling. <laughs> Rush. No, I went to DC. Um, DC for Park? a baby shower. Nice. That's what I went. So I was on boy. I was on boyfriend duty. Oh my yes. God, you were mad. Good for you. You went yep. baby showers. I went to a baby shower, but it was, it was a South American. Baby shower. Oh, so it was actually yeah. fun. That was so like that was insane. Like even like the pregnant 
the pregnant woman, she was partying. Of course. And it was like an all-day affair. Of course. It always is. Nice. And there was a lot of drinking and a lot of... It was kind of fucking crazy. It's I'm always not gonna a lie. party. It it's was, like, yeah. Well... It's like a quinceanera before the baby's here. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, it was so a good time. Know. It was a good time. Well, yeah. Alex, welcome back, and we're glad you're Thank you. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be um, back. I heard that I was missed. You were... Eh, Chris was a, just, was, just was a he a fill-in? Was he a stand-in? <laughs> was he a, was he a temporary? I don't know because but he, he watched the movie. Was he a crouching? No, he's actually he was see, every the movie every movies. time that that dig is made, I'm going to ignore it. Okay, you know you're I'm just looking past. Ignore the fact I'm that you're look, supposed to be watching the movies, maybe kind of. Look, look, we all have tough work schedules. Yes, I sometimes my do. schedule is particularly tough. Yes, no, we get it, we get it, and I am also I am also semi-married. So that yeah, gets in, okay. It gets right. in the way. So let's let's get back to the show for the listeners. I'm this gonna, is the this fucking is the show, Vaughn. This is the fucking Vaughn. show. This is part of the show. I don't appreciate people, you trying to say that we're getting off track because yeah. we're on track. We're right on now. track. People actually like the fact that we bullshit about yeah. so. Listeners, yeah. Yeah. listeners, you just upset because you get the, the sore end of the stick. Yeah. You know, I just want everyone to know I've kind of put my feet up right now in an elevated yes. position. Alex is very relaxed. I'm right very now, comfortable. Okay, so I'm making up in, for the fact in, I didn't watch the film. I want you to. <laughs> I'm just gonna explain to everybody why Alex is feeling himself right now because we're drinking Old Foresters. I'm real feeling Old this. Foresters from uh, Louisville, Kentucky, from 1870, y'all. Some old very. Um, I'm drinking very, some. I'm drinking some entitled white. Excuse me, entitled right here. Entitled white. Excuse me, entitled white. Get back in your lane. I got lane. a little. I got a little of that. Get back in your cup. lane. We're doing Old Foster's bourbon today. Along with Tawana's uh, Brooklyn Summer Ale, just because it's one of the oldest uh, bourbons around, and it was the first bourbon to be bottled and, and distributed out, and it was uh, founded by a, a man named George um, Garvin Brown over in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, so this is one of those things that has been around forever. And, and the good thing about Old Forest is, is it kind of mixes with everything. It's eighty six proof. Which is, you know, not my usual ninety to a hundred proof that we do on the show. Yeah, but ornery. Yeah. It's, but you're also remarkably upbeat and not slurring. So because I'll it's eighty six, it. it's well, like drinking Kool Aid no, for him. It's because <laughs> it's because you oh, drank. Yeah. You've actually had more of it than I've had right now. And um, outstanding. Because so Vaughn's got a night of drinking ahead of him. Yes, I do. Little that's, boat cruise. That's that's called a little bit later. Little boat cruise on the cards. That's a little bit later in the <laughs> night. So right now I'm actually mixing it. I'm doing a little bit straight, and then I'm mixing a little bit with Dr Pepper because I like a little bit of the cola and the little cherry flavor to go with the bourbon. You really should try it. I've never gotten it. You know, just a mix. But if you want to check out Old Forester's website, folks, um, they have some great recipes on there. Some really good stuff there. I I really suggest you try it. So let's uh, start talking about these movies. Okay, this is the do first we one. Do we have to though? Yes, we, we have, have to. to. I mean, We're here about it's beer, I mean, bourbon, of. and a movie. I mean, a little bit. Yeah, I know, but it's like beer, bourbon, talking shit, and a movie. Yeah, talking yeah. shit. Did and you movie. have more shit to talk before we talk <laughs> shit about movies? Because I know. feel like Alex does. I feel like you had like a whole thing worked out. So <laughs> he's, I mean, been, he's, been, he's been. It's stored. like you you stored it up since the the, the baby quinceanera. <laughs> right, like really. <laughs> Okay. I mean, how have we been doing on our not quite summer? Summer's just starting so far, you know? Well, I mean, in New York it is. How are we Actually, feeling today it? is fucking cold. It's Can we yeah. talk a little bit about what's happening tomorrow? Because it's going to be a good time. What's happening tomorrow? It's a good time got, for me. What's happening tomorrow? Pride. Oh, it's Pride, Pride in New York. Absolutely. Folks. Pride's so on for tomorrow. For all my people out That's there, right. happy, happy Pride. Mm-hmm. Happy be Pride safe, to everybody across get the country. laid, have a lot of booze. Yes. Smoke rainbows, a little weed rainbows and, and unicorns enjoy yourself everywhere. and fuck the breeders for a day. Oh, God. And yeah. as, an advocate, <laughs> as an advocate, as an advocate, I ran the Pride five miles. Oh, yeah, you did. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the support, Alex. He's I, getting his time up too, folks. I spent 10 minutes trying to lead a horse to water on that one, so I appreciate nice. you finally. Nice. Realizing that I just wanted to talk about my own achievements. Yeah, I think so, that's where you were going. Yeah. But, you know, we, we got we, there. We got there. We got there. We I got think there. we're good. Okay. I think we're we're done. Done. So, so we're going to move on now. So so bright, we... Summer is heating up, literally and figuratively. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> well, there's. The, you and know, we saw lot, these films. There's we, a lot of movies. The, out. the Royal We. The Royal We. Exactly. <laughs> the Royal We. we. There's a lot of movies out right now. And uh, let's start with Jurassic Park. All right. So let's start off with Jurassic Park. Jurassic World. World. Jurassic World. Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom I can speak from the perspective of the trailer. Of the trailer. Yes, please do. Which I feel gives me a pretty good Phones insight. Phones off. 
I feel like I feel like the trailer kind of was the film, if I may. <laughs> yes. Okay, so this is the moment where we inspect and insult Vaughn for having his phone Vaughn on. For having his phone on. Speaking of the, speak of the devil, uh, I think I have not turned mine to safety alarms only. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, so let's start. Jurassic World, right? Now that we're clear on phone situations. Yes. (laughs) Sorry, folks. My man. When the island's dormant, volcano begins roaring to life. Owen and Claire mount a campaign to rescue the remaining dinosaurs from the extinction level event, which really leads them to a bigger conspiracy, really. Yeah. Oh. I like this movie. And I know you you hate it. I I don't hate it. No, you know the thing is, I I do not hate it. I just feel like it's regurgitated triple. Yes. There was no need for this movie <laughs> this at all. This is something I already had. Now I'm spitting it up. There was no reason for this movie at all. No, no, no reason. I mean, but and I like Chris Pratt. I like I Chris Pratt. And, and I kind of wanted a little Chris Pratt, three button down, a little light sweat on the chest. I he mean, did. I feel like that's 90% of the film. Yeah, he had a little Henley going But the out. thing is... You know the the problem with this movie was they're trying to take it to that next step in the in the Michael Crichton uh, story, but I don't know if we really needed we it. We don't need it because they're trying to do like a whole new generation of, of yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, this is and all the, from the last one was really good. Yeah, I thought that was great, but this one just felt contrived and like just rebooted. Oh right. shit! And the, and but the where I liked that they were going was that they were trying to weaponize. The yeah. dinosaurs. I, I like to, that. They tried to do that in the previous No, but film, they've actually... But they actually succeeded. They with succeeded this one. with this yeah. one, and they fulfilled it. Right. They fulfilled the promise. Do we have laser beams on there, on Shark's heads? Well, there were, there were actually some laser there beams in the film. There were a little bit film. of laser beams, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's they some have, Austin Powers shit. That's maybe, some sort of new maybe, laser beams. Maybe, maybe if you actually had seen heads. the film, maybe <laughs> if you actually saw the film, you would actually know there was some laser beams happening in the film. But, look... <laughs> I'm the non-color commentary oh, in this God. situation. Yes. yes, he is. Yeah, yeah so so non-color. <sighs> <laughs> Team New Zealand all day. Anyway, I'm, I'm with you, Alex. Still, it, I'm, I'm with you. I, we're, we're a binary nation. But yes, but the thing about the problem the the problem with this movie was yes. that we we just didn't really need it. We we did not need this need movie that. to happen. I think we, we needed didn't. we need the next movie after this to happen. But I think where they were where they were trying to get to is that bridge between what we saw the last time with Chris Pratt and the and the, the dinosaurs running the muck and, and potentially getting off of this um yeah. this like amusement park kind of Ferris wheel ride that we were on in the last movie. Right. Because it's after that and it's it's what happens when a group of people decide they wanna weaponize these dinosaurs and, and use them for for bad deeds, and at right. the, and and we finally get off of, off of that get island, off of the in island that place. and into the world. Yes, which is what they were trying to do. Yeah, and, and, and now, we finally got there. No spoilers, but it, it seems to be going that way anyway. So, mm-hmm. like the next one's probably going to be, oh my god, there's a dinosaur in my yeah. There's go, no, there's going to be a dinosaur backyard. in New York. Oh my god, dinosaurs in New York, yep. and, and that's oh, where I, I really to want to like take a weapon and just eliminate my eyesight. I would love to see dinosaurs in New York. I would not, because the trains are bad enough. Those are the only dinosaurs we need. <laughs> oh my God, the trains are definitely bad they enough. They are all we need. In but you know, you know that the, you know that if there were dinosaurs running down Fifth Ave, that people would just be like, "This is gonna fuck up my commute." Yes, yes. And yes. people people will side eye them and be like, "Can you get the fuck out of the way?" How like, am I like the Don't six eat is me. the I'm six is somewhere. delayed. The six is delayed. Oh, this is fuck. Why are you in Yankee Stadium right now? Like right. That's what they're saying. Like like oh, we're all running local today. We're all running local because you want to be a Tyrannosaurus Rex? Yep. Because it took me forever to get to the show today, y'all, because uh, the trains were just fucked I up. I realize that the green line is a bit of a trigger point for Oh, Vaughn. God. I'm, I'm not even going to talk <laughs> this is, about this it. This is New York. Because nobody York. really cares but, but me. But, you know, I think that they they also heavily loaded this film with a lot of people like Geraldine Chapman, B.D. Wong, Jeff Goldblum, Love Ted Levine, Toby Jones... Uh, the fuck shout out is. to um, Toby Jones was the, the little the little guy that was trying to buy the dinosaurs. Oh yeah, he's always the he's bad always guy. I knew when they showed him in his toupee that he was just going to be yeah. nothing but trouble. Justice Smith from um, the Get Down. Shout out to the Get Down. 
I mean, he was a little. I'm glad he was there. He was there for all the geeks in the I, world. I'm glad he was there, but I don't think he represented the geeks well. No, he uh, did he represent just, the geeks 100 because he was scared as shit. He was scared as shit. But sure he, geeks but guess what? But guess what? He saved the day. He mm. understood the technology and he made everything work. He, he, so shout out to him for doing that because little. guess what? If none of the rest of them could do it. He I was mean, the one who was able to access everything. Are we really rah-rahing him? Exactly, was, we are. He had a bit poor. Exactly, I mean, we I'm, are. I'm rah-rahing him because exactly he got Exactly, we are. He got some, because he was the only person of color in that motherfucking film other I'm than Dee Dee Wong. Him so guess for what? That. Absolutely. But and guess what? His he was, role was he dramatic. was the smart guy in the movie because none of the rest of them could do actually, it. Actually, actually, the chick with him is uh, Daniela Pineda. Absolutely, she her played, too. She was a little hot. Yeah, she, she had a little hot. She thing. was a cutie, With a little and glasses. you know she had her little. You know she had. They had that whole little nasty woman vibe going. You know, yeah. shout out to Hillary Clinton and the crew. But um, <laughs> they had all that going because they were they were trying to but do a little bit of everything. They were trying in this to do movie. a little bit of, and then the headliners, of course, Bryce Dallas Howard and Mr. Henley himself, Chris Pratt. Yes. So they, I mean, I'm all for Chris Pratt because I, I dig a I dig a Passengers film. Uh, I think I've seen that like 15 times. Oh but God. please get your life. Uh, listen, it's it's rom comish. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> um, I got it. <laughs> but you know that's it. Feels like that's what they were trying to do. Heavily load the bill, and then give us some like contrived like regurgitated shit that we've seen before, like in the first Jurassic Park, because this felt like it was going 360. Yeah. Because we went back to the old houses, we went back to old stuff. We, right. We we saw things come back, like the little the little sap with the with the mosquito in it mm-hmm. on his little staff. Right. On the there um, were a lot of little elements. It's like yeah, a it was Benjamin Lockwood was like I guess he was like one of the guys who helped to form the original Jurassic Park. So it, it was there was a lot there was a lot of that, and then they tried to. Bring us to this place where it was just like, oh my god, it's so amazing! Like, let's do this. It's just like it was just like typically popcorn movie. Well, you know the thing that, and it was a popcorn movie. It's 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 a roller coaster ride. It's it's one of those thrillers, and I and I it was a roller coaster ride. There was never a time where I felt like things wasn't gonna work out. Tawana. It's a summer I'm movie. I'm just saying, roller coaster rides Tawana, imply it's highs and lows, out. unexpected highs and lows, plot twist turns. Tawana, they gave you everything you expected, and unfortunately, I, so. I had to see it in IMAX because of timing. I'm I just saying, to, let's not. I had to literally see it in, in IMAX, <laughs> and I was a little pissed off about it because I literally paid twenty five dollars to see this film. Yeah, it's a wrap. And um, and it was it was cool, but but the thing about it. The element that I got tired of seeing was that little that little um, ball that they ride in yes. as they were. That element I need them to stop doing. Well, in it's all over these now films. because now the the, the now they're back park on, is gone. They, on they the, only yeah. instituted that in in the last one as well. But that was it. There was never one before. I'm tired of seeing it. But at least they were underwater, and I love the underwater sequence. I thought it was cool. Yeah. But um, you know this. It, but what was interesting to me was the little clone girl. The girl that was a clone. She was the clone of the old man that died. So you, oh, weren't, yeah. you weren't paying attention, Tawana. I need you to pay attention. There were moments I drifted off because I, I really went need, to the 1030 show. I really need Tawana to After pay attention After some pride celebration. I need Tawana to pay attention so to some I had, movies. I had about four blue moons in me, oh, and then I went to a movie. So when things got folks, rough, I was like, folks, we do I'm this, awake. I'm awake. We do this I'm show awake. to provide you guys with information and, <laughs> and stuff. So Tawana... Yeah, I apologize, but nothing really changed. The whole point was this girl was a clone, and she was the one who actually opened the door. Yeah, I remember. She said, I can't do it because they're alive like me. Right. So... There, there's some things that's happening there. I don't know what. I don't know where they're gonna take that. I don't know if she's ever gonna show up again. Hopefully not. She's definitely gonna show again. She's gonna be like some hot little young ingenue. Right. Like oh, you paleo, think that, that's where she'll be next time? That will be like. Uh, is that right? Paleontologist. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who Who is gonna Nailed be? It. Yeah. Who's gonna can be? I, can I have a beer, by the way? Yeah, by all means. How uh, much drinking are you actually gonna I do, don't Alex? Have a top. I'll open it. First of all, I've had two bourbons, and. I'm going to have one beer. There's a lot of judging going on There's right now. There's a lot. I There's don't know lot what he's doing. Of judging. 
Like okay. it's like it's like it's like the Tell one me. time that he's not fucking <laughs> shit faced. Right, right, right. The one time. Blown off his nut. Blown off drunk. his nut. I love the way he, you put that. Blown off his nut. Blown That's off perfect. his nut drunk. Perfect. He's the judgiest, sassiest bitch. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking the question. In Midtown we're, East, we're yeah. trying to get. And to I mean, the show you right deserve here. it. You ran like 35 miles today for I, the gays. I mean, I ran five miles. I ran five miles for the gays. Thank you, Alex. And I thank you. Thank you did, you're you did your thing. You did your thing today. Yeah. Is there a um? Alex is going to be running no that marathon one day. Well, I am working towards the nine plus one. There you go. Which is if you can do nine sanctioned races and a volunteer mission in a year, then you get automatic entry into the. Marathon. The All New right. York Marathon is what he's referring to, folks. So you could do it. I'm working towards it. But anyway, yeah, can I have a bottle of them? We have please? none. Before we continue talking about the Angenus. We have none. While we're how did you kitchen. open your bottle? In while, the kitchen, I opened give me another, but Give me another beer, and I can yeah, open yeah, it with the other bottle. I was going to say, do the... Because I'm from a rather provincial oh, country, God. also known as New Zealand. <laughs> and yes, it's part yes. of the um, it's part of the rites you, of passage. You know how to do the bottle opener. That you know how to... There's something kind of intimate about this. You know what I mean? Like tip to tip. It's like an interesting. <laughs> I think you did a little too much running at the gay pride. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, I think you did too. <laughs> thank you. Tip to tip. Thank did you someone sharing, share that with thank you? Thank you for sharing all of that with all of our <laughs> listeners. At the um, tip to like I was in the, I was in the, I was, in, I was all back of the bus, dude. I was in, the, I was in the J group. Were you? Oh, you were. All right. You were back. Wow. You know what I mean? Which is why you got tipped a tip. And there was like, there was a lot of, there was a lot of like literal fairies, <laughs> and ballerina dresses and no. Pikachu it's costumes. It's pride. There's some it furries. This is. It was a lot of fun. This is when we fun. lose our minds, and celebrate on the highest of holy days. Gay pride. Nice, nice. Anyway. So can we get back to the yes. show? Yes. So I mean, what? I, <laughs> But what I, I like to say about this is that I'm going to say for films like this, we need to stop overcomplicating these blockbusters and like really, I mean, this wasn't like some in, super intelligent, complex sci-fi premise. It it just felt like. Like did they tried to intellectualize it a little right, bit. Right, they did. Yeah. And I, I just felt like, I mean, the plot was elegant enough. It was simplistic enough. It just felt like they were trying to complicate it a little. Right, right. And I was just like, hmm, you're doing a lot. It's Jurassic Park. Do what you do. Make some dinosaurs. Fight for them. Get some villains. Well, and you know, have the, a cool kiss. The, and thing, call it the thing is, I don't think they, like, I didn't really see enough dinosaurs. Like, in reality, we, we saw them, yes. Oh, I was like, you but they didn't really do enough. Like, because they were trying to weaponize them and sell them as as yeah. Americans do, right. I think that we we lost that thing that we love about that that innocence that that purity of seeing the dinosaurs in their natural habitat, yeah, having to fight the humans, of course, of course, but just seeing them place. But of course, as humans, we would figure out a way to sell it, and so that's kind of how they kind of destroyed it because I felt like they sold the franchise. Yeah, and then way. you know they tried to like. I don't want to say refurbish. What's the word? Not reinstate. They try to like reintroduce some old like tropes, like T Rex. Yeah. And then Blue was a big part of it, which Blue is dope. I'm gonna I give like Blue, Blue. Blue is actually my Velociraptor. favorite. Velociraptor. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Blue her props all day because she's yeah. a shit and she always comes out and comes through. But like I'm over the T Rex. Like that's so preschool. Yeah, and like it, we're we're it, over that. It we know what it felt like. We, and then in that big one that, that always eats from the top of the trees. I was like, yeah, if I have the, to see the, that little the, sad the, thing the again, I'm like, I don't really care. Herbivore. Yeah, whatever the fuck it is, I was just like, enough. Yeah, you know. And then it was all sentimental. That there was all this it was all sentimental. Like when the island was erupting. When the like, island was erupting, erupting and you, and could you see saw the shadow it. of it. Like, like, oh my god. Uh, I'm like, this is not actual PETA, though, dude. We're not wearing dinosaur right. furs. Right. And, like, dinosaur and there was, skins. there was a whole lot of, they were doing a you lot know, of your whole, um, you know, save the animal kind of thing. And they, there was even a protest movement within the film about saving the dinosaurs when yeah. when the country decided they were just going to let the dinosaurs be destroyed by, right. the, by the impending um, volcano eruption. And uh, considering how, you know, 
parts of Hawaii are being affected now by eruption. Yeah. I thought it was very timely. It but was um, a little timely. You know, it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, here we go again. We're just going to push out another summer film. And I think yeah. that, yes, Chris Pratt carries it. And, and, he does and carry it, and so does Dallas um, Bryce. Howard. Mm-hmm. Bryce, she does a good job. Because yeah. they're, they're, they're good to watch. But I think that this movie just didn't have the fun that the last one did. You know what? I'm, I'm going to do a little segue here. You know what I'm digging? Mm-hmm. Is that... Bryce Dallas Howard is getting a little plus. And I'm going to say I'm here for it because plus they as in low, what? low plus size. What? But yeah, they had if you dig it, if you check the last film, she was uber skinny and they let her be plus in this. They didn't try to make her Hollywood skinny. Plus. She was a little plus size. Look at her thighs, look at her breasts, look at her neck. Okay. She was a little plus size and I'm digging no, let me say this because in Hollywood they want you all to be like you know, J-Law skinny. No, actually, they let her have her hips. But they try to make you like Kardashian. No. Who's really fucking tiny? Nobody. There are really tiny Nobody fucking right women now, in not, Hollywood. Not, but not that on, um, on, t- on screen. Uma Thurman. Who? Uma Thurman. Thank you. Like Uma Thurman small. Like, uh, what's the other chick that's crazy thinks you can survive on $30 a month? Um, fuck, I can't remember her name. Uh, are you talking? Jay-Z's Jay- best friend. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, yeah, God. Like her or... Um, she's just eating goop. Yeah, like she's just eating goop. Excuse me. Excuse but me. what I'm saying, no, let me say this because you I... You think she's plus? She is a little plus in consideration to what the standards are for Hollywood. But you barely saw her body. Oh, all I of... saw her body. She she okay. she has some she has full thighs full breasts and I'm here for it that they let that happen because look at we've discussed this before look at Wonder Woman when Patty Jenkins did it and Wonder Woman when she was in that that Justice League shit they they made her less subjective less objectified in Wonder Woman and then when we switch into Justice League. Girl's tits was out. We didn't have no armor. It was just like leather. It was just like ass. Like they didn't even want to use the same custom costume designer from the previous one. So what I'm saying to you is this, and you give me this weird face because you are a man. Because I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. I'm talking like, about. Like we barely saw this girl. No, we didn't. Like, we did it see was her. Just a lot of. There was a. Listen, she was wet several times. I guess I was, was just watching the dinosaurs. You don't I didn't rec- get any of that. Right. But listen, you don't recognize that because you're not a woman. Right. You see. I recognize that because I'm a woman and I see and I know how women are portrayed and I know how women look. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and in this world, you know. Plus size women, actually actual women who are just walking the streets. But that's what are I'm just saying. regular size women. She wasn't plus size. She wasn't she was plus just size. A regular but woman with, we see on the street. Listen to me. Within the Hollywood, uh, oh, you mean she just wasn't skinny as a rail. She wasn't skinny as a rail. She was an actual woman. She had actual breasts. She had actual full hips. She was, and I digged it because she looked like a real woman, as opposed to her previous film, the one before this. Just Jurassic World, right? It had no other t- hashtag or fucking extra title to it. Oh. But the Jurassic World before this one, she was a little skinnier. And I've seen her in other shit, Shyamalan films, like The Village. They portrayed her as being extra skinny, and I'm sure they made her lose weight. What about act- in The Help? She was small she was in, in The Help. She was small in The Help. But, you know, what I'm saying is I feel like as of late, I've seen her be like herself. And I'm loving it. That's all I'm saying. And the women out there, the ladies out there, you know what I'm talking about. You know how they sort of like pigeonhole us into that tiny shit. And I know there's a little push to not do that. But I dig that they actually allowed her to stay in her body and make her lose a bunch of weight. Well, maybe they did. That just might be where she maxed out. Hey. Maybe if she maxed out, she maxed out right because she still looked like a regular everyday woman. Okay. Who, right. who wants hips you can't grab? Hey, I mean, Alex. I'm with you. You feeling me? You feeling me, Yvonne? I like, hear you. Who wants a woman you can't grab? Well, they didn't really have time for all the grabbing. We really didn't have time for all the grabbing. What I'm just saying is. They were trying to survive the, the dinosaurs. They had a little And the bad people. They had a couple kissing. A couple kissing mm. spots. Okay. So is, is that where we're going to land on this film now? Um. Yeah, for the most part. Okay. So I, I mean, she was. I think she's an amazing actress. She was a little unremarkable in this, but she was a good actress. I mean, I just that's what they gave her. 
Well, I think they were all unremarkable. They were really all kind of I think that it was just yeah. about, it was really about just the, the story and, and where the dinosaurs were. Because the way it ends, you know. Well, because, yeah, because it was just like. We've just moved to another place. This was like two, a filler movie for right. the next movie. It was a filler movie. Because it was mm-hmm. like these two, like, um, attractive people come back together to solve this fucking crime. And then they had two sidekicks. So they had, like, the scared nerd and the tough Latina. And it was just like, all right. Because those two were total sidekicks. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. So it was, just, it was just... So on to the next... It you know, just, it's, it's just on to the next sequel. It's just... This is what you do. that's what it's going to be. This is what you do in final takes. Ooh, we should do that. Say final takes. What's your final take? You know, double entendres. If you have nothing else to do, go see this movie if you want something to stay in the air conditioning. I reckon it's summer. a good airplane movie. I think this is a oh, good definitely. summer film you if your kid is driving you fucking insane and you need mm. to get him out the house. Take mm-hmm. him to this. Or um or her. Um got some grandkids over, take him to this. Just wanna waste some time. Or if it's raining on a Sunday, it's raining on a Sunday. Go check it's it. It's gonna be on HBO. I mean, it wasn't horrible. It. it just wasn't, you know, it's not it's not gonna be all that you think it's gonna be, so you know, just have a good no, time. No, it actually is all you think it's gonna be. Oh, it you're really right. is. You're that. right. You're right. Because I mean, just it have a good that. time and just like enjoy yourself. But just don't expect you know high drama and yeah, don't overcomplicate. Don't overcomplicate it because mm-hmm. it's not it's not the high complicated film. Absolutely it's, not. It's literally get a big ass thing of popcorn and chill out. Or spend a whole bunch of money for some bullshit on a big-ass screen called IMAX. Or sneak some fucking food in. How about this? I'll never eat at a theater again. Sneak in, sneak in some booze. This will make it better. Right. Like a fifth. Get a fifth and like buy some soda. Like from the, from the concessions and like mix it up. And like just sip. Okay. Sip with a little popcorn. Okay. Listen, this is, this is grown folks talk. No, this ain't for the children. No, get, your, you. get your kids some, some Coke. Pepsi. Get him some Coke for real. Some Pepsi. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. so on to the next, right? Yes. Absolutely. All right. So hereditary. hereditary. We're in the we're in the horror genre. Nice. All right. So hereditary. Uh, after the family's monarch passes away, a grieving family is haunted by tragic and disturbing occurrences, and begins to unravel the family's dark secrets. Dun, dun, dun. Nice. This movie. Was fairly good. Okay, so let's let's set this it up. It was more than fairly good. I saw this too. movie at ten thirty this morning. I really tried to go see the nine forty five, but who the fuck knew that Sinopolis in Chelsea, in New York City, would be sold the fuck out at nine forty five in the morning? That's fucking crazy. That's so but that's, crazy. But that's because this movie's getting a lot of people, buzz, right? But how many fucking people wanted to get Who up at like, more, like nine I mean, o'clock like, in the morning? You to do see not a movie? understand. This movie's getting a lot of buzz. They're literally calling it the I new get it. Exorcist. I got up this morning because it that's was my big. job per se. Yeah, I know. <laughs> people are so, talking about this movie. I got up to see this shit. But I'm like, who's who's like? It's like you're watching a movie and then you go to brunch, right? Yeah, like that's a like that's a thing. I yes. guess that's a thing. A I thing. guess. I mean, we're in I New was York. Annoyed. Pre-brunch. I mean, I kind of, I'm kind of like, we go. That's a thing. We can start a thing. We can start a thing. Brunch. No, we're not going to start and lunch. a thing because we call it brunch and munch. Brunch and munch. Oh, that's such a great name. It's not no. gay at all. No, it's not, not gay. gay at all. No. No, we're not starting a thing. Without I'm not a, thing. What do you mean? I'm not a morning person. I hate seeing okay, so Beer in a movie is going to host a brunch and munch. Oh, that should be so In Harlem. Good. In Harlem. Oh, we All should. Right, let's do that. Let's do that. I can do that. <laughs> a brunch and munch. That. I can do that. Take, take the munch yeah, however you like. A, Just don't oh, do my God. We should do a brunch and munch. A brunch and munch would be great. Yep. Right? We're going to work that out. Because where's that? What was that brunch place we went that one time? Oh, Angel of Harlem? Angel of Harlem. We can have one there. That's too. That's party. That's, that's too party. That's, that's too, too evening. Party. You got to do a brunch wear? and munch at like. Do I have to wear my evening Miss Jordans or um, Harlem Tavern? You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Harlem Tavern would be a good place. Or um, what's it? What's the other one? Blue jeans. Don't shake your head at me. Or uh, if if mom. you want to go a little less, you could go BBQs. I have so many words right now. Not doing Dallas. I'm not I, I just passed. I bypassed. What can he was we? Saying. Can we just? Can we talk about that? I'm just going to say brunch and munch is a thing. Yes. Brunch it's, and munch could definitely be a thing. So we should... No, no, no. It can't be brunch and munch. Why? Well, brunch is munch. Because brunch is the munch. Oh, brunch is the munch. We got too excited. We did get too excited. Fuck! Can you... Can Alex, go... 
Alex. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll get back to you on that. We need to get too excited. We're going right. to talk about... Vaughn, can you stop pretending you give a fuck about the schedule, bro? Yes, <laughs> I right. do. All right, so let's Hereditary. just... Let's just Please. wheel back because Vaughn's uh, having a panic News alert. Attack. News alert. News alert. Flash. Breaking news. Yes, what's that? The Prime Minister of New Zealand just had a baby. Uh, we don't care. Oh, <laughs> I, have, I have more breaking news. These are Americans. No, but, 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 but. Oh, this wait. is important, though. This is international. She is the first leader... Oh, she is. That's of right. Of power, who, right. uh, who's been in power for the last 30 years, who's had... No, I've structured that sentence. fucked up. She's the first leader in 30 <laughs> That's years. That's the bourbon talking for. Yes. She's the first leader in 30 years to have a baby while in office. This is true. Boom. Congratulations to she, her and, and then her baby. In America, we had... Is she a congresswoman? Yes. And she and she's disabled. She's isn't a double she? amputee. Yeah. And she's a double amputee. <gasps> oh, and she had a baby. She's my fucking hero. Dude. She had a baby during during session. She like, thought I was your fucking hero. She hero. went. She had I her child and she hero. came back. And she actually. It's Tammy something, she, right? Yeah, Tammy something. She brought her baby to Congress. She's a bad bitch. She's a yeah, bad she bitch. She's a motherfucking. Fought for the country. Yep. Lost yes, her legs. You know what she did? Do you know what she did? Had a baby. Works for Congress. Do you know what she did in the in Iraq? What? She was a fucking. Like a uh, combat helicopter pilot. Yeah, she's a pun. Yeah, that I knew. Mm-hmm. What is it? What's it called? Cobra? Shit. Co- well, she's the real uh, deal. It's like Cobra or something. God damn it. She's the real deal. She's the real deal. Google that, folks. Google right. that. So Apache. Anyway. She was an Apache so, attack a- helicopter pilot. She's badass. So, since okay, so anyway, let's hold back because Vaughn's having on. a little bit of panic. Hold on. <laughs> I know this really upsets Vaughn. Since we're sharing sure. all of this updated news, I just want to let everybody know. We had a sad story in, in Bourbonland this week. Did we? Okay, yes, we did. Because the makers of Bourbon, the Bourbon 1792, oh, yeah. they literally lost 9,000 barrels, barrels Why? of Why? bourbon. It, Why? It was it, a fire? It, it spilled. They had it stacked and it plummeted to the ground. Oh, so this is some loser shit. No, this is real. How did this fucking fall? That is so much fucking Okay, but bourbon. how did it fall and, who, and who, who got they're, fired? They're still trying to figure it out. That's millions that's of dollars. A, that's because bullshit. That's so much money. And and, and, and I'm going to I'm I'm a review 1792. It sounds like um, it's a great bourbon. conspiracy. Who's, who would knock that much 9, bourbon over? 9,000 stacks of bourbon. So did like Jim Bean just roll in with some hit agents? Hit the ground. <laughs> hit the ground. So this is some like Chicago 1930s shit. Very, very. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Nine thousand. I'm gonna yeah, break very, all your bourbon, Shay. It's very untouchables. You didn't so, pay your taxes, Shay. So the question is, <laughs> are they gonna raise their prices on their current bourbon? We've market? got a little bit of a run oh, on we'll bourbon. Over then. And, and mind you, what we need to understand is your president Trump, oh. and all his tariffs and, and all oh. these things have caused. Other countries to have tariffs against us. Of course. So, bec- Bourbon's so tariffed. Other countries. Bourbon's tariffed. Bourbon is included in that mix. Oh, yeah. And so that's going to cause, because other countries are putting tariffs on our bourbon, it's going to cause our bourbon to go up. So up we're going to be we're going to be paying more money. Imports are up for us. As we're going to pay because they're pay, they're paying more. They're going to make the domestic markets exactly. Yeah, it's going to soar for us because they're having to pay because more. Because the overseas the, the overseas market will diminish. Yeah. Because Absolutely. bourbon now costs like when you go to the supermarket shelf in Germany. Yeah. And you want to get a bottle of bourbon or you want to get a bottle of schnapps. Yep. The schnapps yeah. is going to be twenty percent cheaper than the bourbon. Yeah. Right. And that's a fucking thing, man. That's a cost factor. You it know? is a cost like, factor. You know? So it's like a lot of people affect everything. So yeah. shout out to all the 17, 1792 drinkers. Uh, once again, let's get back to the movie. We will. We will. We'll, we'll get there. Breathe, breathe deep. We'll get breathe there. deep. It's okay. I know. Your, type, your Taipei is showing. We're it's on, okay. On time crunch. It's okay. Everybody's I'm, I'm, I'm Taipei too, so it's okay. But, okay, so let's talk about how... We sort of switch gears. So we go. So summer movies are basically like action, insanity, right? Of right. all sorts. From right. comic books to like Jurassic Park action films. Right. Or you can take a break and do a nice little drama. Sometimes mm-hmm. they throw those in. And then the other entry is usually a good horror. Right. This was a good horror. Yes, it was. Um, 
really creepy, really suspenseful, but mm-hmm. really calculated and artfully crafted. The pans, the tilts, you know me, I'm going to talk about the cinematography for a minute. Please do. The pans, the tilts, the music, the edits, the noises, all add to the suspense. The low reverb that sort of hums throughout this film is palpitating. Yeah. Is it not? I was like, bitch, with the humming. A lot. There's a lot happening. It was doing a lot for me. The road scenes, fucking amazing. Just like open road. Just There was a lot of that, which I didn't expect to just sort of pull in. There's there's an accident in a scene not in a film. Not going to reveal anything more than that because then it would spoil it. But just the way that was shot with like the tire screeching, the multiple angles, the multiple um, medium, close. Yep. You know. Uh, all of that. Uh, and there were was, clues was in really that a, shot, too. Did you see the clues? There were lots of clues in it. And then also there was, but we can't really give it a lot of clues because then we'll spoil it. Um, the shot when the car finally stops of the tire from above the tire. Yep. No one ever does above the tire, first of right. all. People should, always do in front of the tire. Mm-hmm. Or, or that side that shot. That side mm-hmm. shot. And this was, this was really done well. And... Um, lots of close-ups, like, there were some serious close-up shots of a lot of people. Right. Uh, there were some intense shots with, uh, the guy who plays the brother, he had a lot of intense shots in it. Uh, the young man's name is Alex Wolf. Uh, I've seen Alex in a lot of stuff. Haven't you seen Alex in stuff? He's been in, like... Uh, he's been a lot of independent stuff. Anyway, like Dude and Oliver and a lot of other stuff. Juma- I didn't see. Oh, any he was of those. in Jumanji too. Oh, I hated that. Never saw my that. friend, my friend Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer's like. Oh, it's about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About mm, Jeffrey I heard Dahmer. About that. Yeah. Um, but anyway. So. And Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Let's all the talk face about acting. Her. Let's she talk about her and all the so face good. acting. Just like so going good. from hysterics to like fucking creep you know it's just like it's it's there was a lot of like brilliant acting um after like these these horrific events i'm just going to continue on to cinematography a little bit then i'll talk about the acting um the lighting was superb don't think i did not recognize all those brilliant fucking silhouettes you had silhouettes in the daylight you had silhouettes at night the texture was unbelievable as we're fucking sinking into the dirt as they bury people, double exposure, so to speak, we're watching a burial scene, and then the camera slowly lowers into the ground. Word? Give me all of that. All right. Because, I mean, look at all the Tawana dirt. I got all, all her cinematography I life got, right now. I got all my cinematography wood right now, mm-hmm, let me just tell nice. you. Just, just loving the close-up images, a lot of the dolly push-ins, pull-outs, a lot of steady cam action. Just um, and and then then just a ton of play of depth of field, amazing composition. You know, I just uh, I just digged like oh, there was shots where these guys were smoking weed under the bleachers, POV of people driving in cars. Just like it was amazing. The transitions were done really well. Like it would be night and then it would be day. Yeah, just in a flash. It's just like that. It was amazing how they do it. It and it was almost like it would purposely snap you out of it. Because it had a meditative uh, pace, but not so much so that you would fall asleep. But it, it, it's, it's a nice transition because you're so in the sort of darkness and spooky scariness. Or or there was a lot of... It played on your mind a lot. There was a lot of psychological drama about this uh, film. And so the transitions were beautiful in a way that they would change it. And I'm just going to say this. This movie got its best omen life right now. This best Jacob's Ladder. This best Exorcist feel right now. It was Exorcist. It was Rosemary's Baby. It, it was, was all just, those It films. was a very 70s feel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the lighting, the texture, the acting was good. And I'm just going to shout out the actors because they were amazing. First of all, start off with Tony Collette, who plays the mom, Annie. Uh, this little girl, Millie Shapiro. Played the little girl, Charlie. Don't really know her too much. She's new, I guess. I couldn't stand looking at her. She scared me every time I she, saw her. She had a very scary demeanor, but I, I guess they really sort of also dimmed her 
her her look to really make her. Because, I mean, this photo in IMDb is everything, but she was scary as shit in the movie. Um, Gabriel Byrne. Yes. Little underused, but he played his part well. Yes, he did. Um, uh, Alex Wolf is the brother. And then there, you know, there were a few others that really just shined. Um, looking for the woman who was creepy and dowed. She's been in everything. She's been in a lot of stuff. She was from The Leftovers. Yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff. So I, I mean, and every time she shows up on screen, I know it's going to be bad shit. You know, it's going to be some creepy, crazy shit mm-hmm. happening. But I mean, I really, I really enjoyed this film, and I thought it had a lot to it. It was just, it felt like a genuine nightmare that you could not really get out of. It felt very much like the old fashioned horror movies, something that plays. You know, as a dramatic film at first and then slowly burns into this creepy, scary shit. Like we said, Rosemary's Baby, Exorcist, you know, all of that sort of high profile clout yeah, yeah. type of films, you know. And the, and the two hours didn't even feel like it was overly two hours. It was just, it was just this grand exploration of a family tragedy and grief through these characters as they sort of struggle to cope. Yeah. And then there's a nice little twist. Well, you know, the thing is, I was so I was so drawn into the family dealing with the grief of the loss of a relative. Yes, and um, and, and and how it impacted the family, and I think that they showed that very well because it, the death of the mother, yes, or the grandmother. Well, in, that's how we in open the film. It opens with that, so it, and we all know that from the trailer. You're literally dealing with her death and how it impacts all of the family. So, it, and you saw little bites of, of each of those people and and how they were dealing with it. Yeah. And um, so it, it, it was powerful in that way. And then it kind of turns into this because this movie has so many different elements to it because it went from a family grief and, and, and the disruption of the family and to a tragedy that, you know, just impacts them right away and, and how you deal with that. And there was just so much sadness in, in in this in this bunch, and then you had the teen angst and and the, and the, the brother, the guy, and and what he was dealing with, and, and trying to get away from that, and his connection with his family. Because yes. I don't really feel like he had much of a connection with with either his mother or his. Father. I feel like they actually purposely made him look totally separate from them. He didn't even look like he was related to them in a sense. If Gable Byrne wasn't there, I would have even questioned where his color came from. Do you know what I mean? Because he was—he's he's very dark. He had dark features. Dark, dark features, dark, dark hair, eyes. and if and dark eyes, and if Gabriel mm-hmm. Byrne was in there, I wouldn't have thought anything. Because everyone else was blondish, or reddish, yeah, yeah. and um, pale. Right, but there was there was so much there was so much energy around that yes. that I, I didn't. So when all the horror elements came into play, I was like, oh shit, you know, like where did this come from? And there was what what I loved about the film was there was all these. These things that were happening within a scene, yeah, like there was all these things happening behind the scene. Because a lot of times, there was a lot when of when you're like, shooting the movie, yeah. people people only pay attention to the first things in the frame. Well, they pay attention what's focused, right? It's all in focus, but there were so many things happening just out of focus, just out of focus you, behind you, which behind gave the characters, you, right behind the characters, yes, which made you feel like there was something going on behind you, yes. That was part of the creepy element of the of the movie, yes, which made you feel so uncomfortable because I literally felt uncomfortable the whole time, yeah, because I didn't know what was going to happen. I felt like somebody was behind me because in this film, yeah, things were happening behind the characters on the screen. Yes, of So course. it's like, okay. It was a very creepy aura. Yeah, and, and then the music had this low... The music, that low fucking hum, that boy. Low, there was the low hum, and then the way the music was low. The music was low or it was stark. And right. And like, it was stark and oppressive. Right. And you and, and then the the shots were, were in a way, like we would go from a nighttime scene to a, a daytime scene, right. like almost instantaneously, and you're like, oh shit! So your 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 mind is adjusting to the change. Yes. And even when we, if we would start out at night, then it would all of a sudden become day, and then you're like, okay, what just happened? Yeah. And then and you're learning things each time about what the correct characters are going through, but you're just trying to process it. And then you would see certain things. Like there was a scene and I was I was talking to Tawana about this early before the show started. Right. About how we saw this pan across the opening of the house 
where it was trees at one point, and then all of a right. sudden it became people. Right. The trees became, and so it's like, well, what, what just happened? So you're literally <laughs> trying to to gather your thoughts, right. and then there would be the like the kid, the the young guy. He was in his bed, and he was being tortured. Like his mind was tortured by what he had experienced, well, and he yeah. was going through something. He'd look across the room, and he saw his his dead sister over in the corner. And then next thing you know, it was his mother. So it's like, well, what? Well, there had been a number of tragedies. Right. And so, he was so many that. things happening, and your your mind had to process it as you were. So it 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 just added to the whole intrigue and the mystery of the film, the the the, the thriller of the horror of it, because they didn't have to be all gory to scare the fuck this out. This wasn't of you. gory. That's why we said it was mm-hmm. very seventies. Yeah. Because seventies were. It was all about okay. So what they did that I thought was really interesting. They played on a term that we've used before in the show called um, mise-en-scene, which everything happens within the frame, and we don't cut and we don't move the camera, and everything just happens within the frame in which you're watching. And so they played on a lot of technical terms and techniques. They used a lot of it. And, I mean, there were jump cuts, there were transitions, but they did a lot of mise-en-scene, and then they fucked with it. Like, they would, like... The camera would go down. They would dolly, They would like sort of dolly down, or the camera would would dolly in, or we'd be just on like the window, right? And then the camera would dolly down. It would just, or rather, just sort of pan a little, and um, oh, I'm sorry, not pan, tilt. The camera would sort of tilt down a little, right? But and, it was always very subtle. But it was very it. subtle, mm-hmm. and it was very meditative. And then, boom! Quick, quick turn to the right. It was like window, person sleeping, person right. having a nightmare. Oh, who's in the room? What the fuck? Right. You know? and, and was the nightmare real or was it actually actually happening in real time? I mean, you totally were feeling those nightmares. And too. so there was a point where I didn't know if it was happening in real time or if it if it was. Yeah, a there nightmare. were some. And that I think was that the was beauty, the purpose. That was the beauty of it. it yeah. and, and like there was that scene where. Uh, Tony Collette's character was burning the book, the little book of the little girl's drawings. Yeah, and. You know, as we first saw it, we saw it from the perspective of her putting it in the fire. And then all of a sudden she catches on fire. And then how she reacts to it. She did so many little things in that little bit of time. And you like, well, and then she pushes the book out of the fire. So And, and the camera just kind of laid into it. And it was, it was these long takes of moments. Yeah. You know, and so and you don't usually get to see that in kind of horror because it's usually those quick cuts of action. Right. But we didn't see a lot of that. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't do that for us. And even even with the the little girl's death, and I'm not gonna tell you how it happens because you really need to see it. But uh, there were well, little. Why did you even tell us? That there she were little does. element because you need to know she. No, we don't need to. Yeah, know. Everybody needs really to know don't. she does. We really don't. Really don't. Because I'm gonna disagree there were, with you. There were entirely. cues. There were cues in it. No, did you so, see? Did you see the cues? I saw the cues, but what did? Where did you see it? I, I I really liked that. I was surprised by her death. But where did you see the cues? I mean, I saw the cues coming. They were all sort of foreshadow moments. Like they would tell you, okay, so she was eating chocolate at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then they kept asking her about peanuts. And they get to the party, and they're chopping up a shitload of walnuts, and she's in the background, and the walnuts are in the foreground, but the walnuts are. Soft focus and she's mm-hmm. deep focused. Then there's a cake and then all that. But shit. after that, so but then, after that, I'm talking about I'm talking about the pole. Yeah, I saw all that and I and what it, did you see all, on the pole? There was all there was a road. Wasn't it that little inscription? That little sim- symbol. There are symbols that happen throughout this movie. Yeah, it's it's very uh, sim- symbolic. And, and I think that it's it's something about those symbols, and that's the thing that trouble. Like I kept thinking about what does this mean. And as I kept seeing them, because they they pepper them throughout the the movie. Well, yeah, and I well, was it's like, just like uh, Omen. It they, has to or mean Rosemary's something. Baby. They, right. they sort of pepper, they sort of pepper things in, but they sort of foreshadow it also. Right, and it, it was they did it in such a masterful way, yeah. and I I just wanted I actually wanted more. Like once the movie ended. I wanted I wanted to know more about yeah. where it goes. Right. And you, you see where it, what happens for everybody that's yet to see the movie. Right. But you see where, you know, you see something interesting. But now, after watching it, I actually want to know more about where it ends. Right. I, well, I think it's it's an open ending. 
And people were actually, it, the, when I saw it, people were talking about it. And I've been talking about it, my coworkers about it. Because everybody's been intrigued by it. Because it's like, okay, this is this is actually pretty interesting. And you don't really, you know, unfortunately, a lot of times when people watch horror movies, they just think, oh, it's just mindless entertainment. It's mindless killing. It's mindless destruction. Not always. But there's a lot of little hidden gems in a horror movie sometimes. Well, a horror movie is, is, a total, is a total mind fuck if it's done right. Right. And if you know what you're doing and you're a good you're a good filmmaker, you can really twist someone's mind without even giving them the slightest splatter of blood. There was like no blood in this film too. There wasn't. There wasn't. I mean, it was a little bit on like people's faces, but there was nothing crazy. Yeah, it wasn't about gore. It was about, it was the, about, psychological it was about the psychological horror. Psychological fuck. Since we're talking about how the film was shot and the look of it. Um, I was looking him up, but I can't find where he's from. I'm assuming based on his name, the cinematographer's name is um, Pavel Pogorzelski. Pogorzelski. So I'm assuming he's uh, Polish. Okay. And shitloads of amazing fucking cinematographers come out of Poland. They've got a, a, a film school that's unbelievable there. Okay. Um, and since it's all state-owned... Right. Free, unlike America. It's never going to happen here. I mean, it really fucking hurts my feelings. But they fucking kill it in Poland with cinematographers. And this guy, you know, he's killing the scene. I mean, he's done a few others that we may know, like Water for Elephants, I feel. And there seems to be some sort of street drama called Boost. But by far... This guy is this guy is really good. Yeah. And he's 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 killing it now. Well, he's he, doing more. He, he literally immersed you in the film. You were definitely Absolutely. there. You felt like you were in every little creepy room. And that's what you should do space. with a horror. And and it just the uncomfortableness of it. Like and even as you said earlier as we were prepping for the show, how you walked out of the film still feeling that uncomfortable. I literally space. felt so uncomfortable. I felt like I was stuck in a position, like I had my feet up. And I had my hands like sort of perched on my chin or by my face because towards the last 10 minutes, I was like, eh, it's got a little crazy. And Tawana's but not a face coverer. I'm not really a face coverer. I'm but that guy. I was being a punk. Mm-hmm, whatever. Um, <laughs> so the last 10 minutes, you know, like I was kind of tight. So I feel like I was stuck in this position because when we left the theater and I left early in the morning, um, when we went left the theater, it was like I was walking out, and I felt like I had pins and needles in my arms and legs, and I'd been in this position for so long, and I was totally mind-fucked, and I get outside, and it's fucking freezing, and I was just like, what is wrong with me? Like, right. <laughs> what had happened? And you would text about your whole debacle with the trains. I was like, is the world ending? What, yeah. what are we doing? It was, it was a weird space, and I think... But it's good. But... And and me and some of my coworkers, we were talking about the film and, and how there were some things that we saw because I'm very intrigued about the ending of the movie. That that to me, well, they left it open. It literally I mean, opened up a whole new world. They left it open. That they left it open to this new possibility. Like you're yeah. saying, a new world. There was There's a new possibilities, possibilities mm-hmm. that I don't think we saw coming. Yeah. Um, but we we had a hint. Yeah, that there was something. It, but you know what it felt like too. Um, what was the movie with Jennifer Lawrence? We saw earlier. And it was like a fake world. She was living with her husband, Javier Bardeen. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mother. Mother. Mm-hmm. Mother felt like that. Like, they yeah. lulled us into this, like, soft, sweet drama. Right. And we just got immersed in it. Right. Based off the cinematographer, the cinematography and the and the acting and the camera work. And really, we just went for a ride. And then we were like, oh, shit. What the fuck just happened? Like, yeah. it went off the rails at the end. <laughs> like, huh? Yeah. Uh, Good. And that was that. That's what was that was that was the beauty of it. I think, yes. and I, you know, as one of your, as you say, final takes. Yes, I think that <laughs> um, it speaks to what you really can do with horror. It doesn't have to be about Does the it? gore and the violence. It shouldn't. It, they actually told a story. They told a whole fucking and story. And to to see it play out in that way, because I'm actually intrigued by it. I actually want to know more. I, I actually would love to read the screenplay, right? Because I really want to understand. You know, yeah, I'm sure there's more to that. How 
it it plays out. And if there's a book that was involved with this, I would really like want to know more because it's very interesting. And and I think that you see kind of what happens with a family when they're dealing with tragedy. And I yeah. think they kind of play that well because there were those moments where you you're so disconnected and you're so upset that you can't even speak to each other yes. and you can't even address that. They dealt with it in this film in a, in a in a in a way Shame. that was really special. Tragedy, blame, yeah, exactly. It, guilt, guilt, frustration. Yeah. Anxiety. There was all these elements in this in this piece that you don't really get to see in, in most kind of horror kind of genre films. Right. And I, I'm, I'm glad that they, they took time to do that. And they had some great actors who were able to pull this off. I mean, because the face acting was everything yeah, in this movie. Yeah. I mean, there was so much happening that you were just like, damn, is that a real tear? Like, right. how do you go from hysterics to straight evil, evil like right. person stare? Like, right. You giving right. me the stare down right now? Like right. there was just a lot of like ugh, they really fuck with your mind. Like yeah. you'd see people in corners and shit and they weren't really there, but they were just in the shadows. Yeah. They would like highlight their face. Like the silhouettes when I fucking tell you so amazing, just lightning and moon streaks coming mm-hmm. through windows and you just see this silhouette of a person in a hallway or um there was a scene in a parking lot. And it was just blown out by the sun. So you would see like a silhouette of the people and they were having this conversation. But it was just like, damn, am I listening or I'm watching this beauty? You know? And I think a lot of times, because we are trained to view that and we're trained to see it automatically, sometimes we get stuck in that realm, like, look at all these things I saw. But it, it this is one of the reasons why we have this podcast. It's like, listen, I saw what you didn't see and let me help. Because right. this is what you miss. Because right. obviously, uh, most importantly, we're trained as filmmakers to mind fuck you. Okay? They actually kind of treat teach us to psychologically fuck with you through music, through which 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 pulls out tone and emotion mm-hmm. and invokes a scene. And There's and color. There's and color. There's, just, there's everything about it. The there's sets, editing. Everything about it. There, and, and the set was, a, mm-hmm. was brilliant. Yeah. All those miniatures were great. Yeah. I don't know who did that. I want to go research and find out who this miniature artist is. And the is. miniatures told a completely different story. Totally different story. So that's, that's the thing. I, I literally wanted to sit in that for a it minute. It also felt like the house was a set. Yeah. Not a house like that they, they, they just shot in. Because I felt like that was going to turn into something. Like as I yeah, watched it, I felt ha- like the house was part of the story. Yeah, there was just so like much. how in Mother, the house was, house part, was of the part of the story. Yeah, there was a lot of that. It just, there was just like. There was a vastness about it. And there was a freedom about how the camera moved around it. Yes. That just really sparked a lot. But anyway, so wrapping up, I will say in our final takes. Oh, that's a newness. I'm loving it. All right. <laughs> final takes. Um, good film. If you want to be thoroughly creeped out and you want to, you know question your state of mind when you're done with this film because i actually want to see it again but i do want to see it again mm-hmm. by all means really just go check this out for nothing else the acting was killer yeah stella and i'm taking alex with me the next and, time uh, i see it i'll actually pay for you alex we're gonna but go you know like I, i've actually heard some people say they have panic attacks and some people just said they were freaked out i mean it's gonna it's gonna put you in a state a little so i mean word to the wise Drink some booze before, maybe. Check it out. Find Check it. it out. Find it. It's out and it's around. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. Uh, so, Tawana, what are we going to see next time? Yeah, we're about to say goodbye to everyone. So, for episode 28, we're going to see The First Purge. And I have a late entry. Yeah. What? I have a late entry. What's the late entry? I was trying to think of this when we were deciding films. Yes. I know this is going to really upset Vaughn. Oh, no. Is this stuff white people watch? Because this may upset me, too. Nope. So there's a, <laughs> there's a film that is extremely highly rated okay. right now that I think we should do instead of The Purge. Because okay. I think we all agree on, what, on the other film, right? What is it? The First Reformed. What's that? The Ethan, the Ethan Hawke movie. Where about he's, the, he's the priest. He's the, yeah, he's a pastor. He's in a small church attached to a mega church. And a couple of his flock start leaning towards terrorism. Hmm, really? And yeah, and he's struggling or with the devil. Yeah, and he's uh, yeah grappling with a bunch of existential crises. 
of commercialism in the church and then of course how to counsel these kids and it's it's a it's a thing but it's 96 percent on rotten tomatoes i reckon we should do that um and where is it playing because that's angelica too because if it leaves we're fucked angelica it's called the first the first, the first reformed reformed angelica and nighthawk okay when did it come out is it out yet yeah it came out like a, a week or two ago see that's the problem if it disappears, you're fucked. No, no, no it's not gonna disappear. You sure? I'm, I swear to, I swear to mod. I do want to see the purge. I know. I'm just, look, we're I'm still gonna see it. the purge. Let's just we'll add talk it. about the purge we'll too. We'll just add it. It'll be three of them. I was trying episode. to remember it when we were discussing. Right. right. But I just it hit me. I guess the bourbon, the bourbon beer finally hit you. <laughs> the bourbon hit you. You couldn't remember. The truth. Let me speaketh. Okay, so the first. <laughs> the reformed, first. Right. Yes. I yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. All right, no problem. So, so okay, so tentatively the first reformed, right? Yes. The first purge and Sicario two, yes. right? No, Sicario has a has another name. Which, Cidado del Dia. Is that what's happening? Day of the Soldado. Day of the Soldado. You're right. You're right. Okay, so that's dropping some Spanish on the audience. Dropping so. some Spanish on the audience with our with our Bloomberg accents. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Soldado del Dia. All right, so Bro. you know. Thank you everyone for coming through. Yes, if absolutely. you um, if you like this episode, please by all means be sure to like, share, and follow on all our social media platforms. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and where we currently host on SoundCloud. And don't forget to use the hashtag hashtag BBM Podcast. That's hashtag BBM Podcast, and let us know what you think. If you have any suggestions, if you don't like something we reviewed, if you just want to talk shit with us, by all means, please join us. Thank you for coming through. See you next time. This is Beer Bourbon. And a movie. And a movie.